Uh, so I'm glad there was some enthusiasm with that particular talk. <clears throat> um, so why, is, why would I be showing this to you guys? Like, what's the point of showing, aside from you guys having some good laughs, uh, why would I be showing this to you guys? What, why is it so important for us to know that we can grow new brain cells? Especially if this is a pediatric class. Why is that important? So you don't, I mean, you don't, people think you don't, so that when you age, you're just as a natural aging process, but our lifestyle modifications definitely can change neuroplasticity and neurogenesis. Right, so, so first off, our lifestyle changes can change our own neuroplasticity and neurogenesis, but you know what's even more important is the kids that we see. The kids that we see are also going to be uh, involved with neuroplasticity and neurogenesis because if you have, like we have a, a new child who's 12 years old and uh, like typical autistic girl I've been telling you about, but we're watching changes over the, her first month of care because the neurogenesis is happening, right? New nerve cells, new connections are occurring. And she doesn't go into this, but the synaptic connections I think are important, not just within the hippocampus itself, right? The hippocampus, you know, will be involved with mood and emotion and memory and that kind of stuff. But what about all the other kind of stuff, right? So I truly believe that uh, the chiropractic adjustments that we deliver uh, and that you deliver to your patients have the ability to change these kids too. You know, and, and I think this is, to me, I really believe that chiropractic is the missing link that so many people are not searching out for in, and not just in lower back pain and that kind of stuff, uh, which is obvious and been researched up to, you know, what, and everybody knows that it works. Um, and why people, more people aren't doing it is beyond me. But with kids, this, to me, is the key, right? And the younger, the better, because if we can see these kids at the youngest possible age, then we will have the most possible neuroplasticity, the most possible neurogenesis, and that's what we're after. Do you have a question or just a stretch? Right. Hi, Dave. Yes. Um, so with our functionally disconnected children, then are we trying, does this help us to kind of reduce the right hemispherosity or the left hemispherosity also connecting better? Like what all, is it all of that? Yeah, I think, uh, I think all of it is happening because if you, if, first off, uh, and Sheila's only talking about an adult brain, but if you have a kid's brain, there's probably more neurogenesis happening in more places, mm -hmm. right? And she didn't go into that, I didn't study this, I just saw this TED video I wanted to share with you. Um, so I, I truly believe that the, the amazing changes that we see in the kids that we take care of, and not just me, but all the chiropractors who take care of special needs kids, I really believe that a lot of that has to do with, with just changes in the plastic nature of the brain, right? Uh, like Norman Deitch, uh, he wrote a book called The Brain That Changes Itself back in like 07 or something, and he just wrote a new book recently too. And he, he tells all these stories of all these people who had these supposedly incurable issues, and how through his, even though he's a, a psychiatrist, he used non-psychiatric, non-medical ideas to change these people's brains, right? Whether, and his, his new book also talks about, too, whether it's an autism or ADHD, or whether it's Alzheimer's or brain injuries or cerebral palsy, whatever it is, we have all these possibilities. Or just like we were talking about last week, when we showed you the, 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 the stuff from Glendomans Institute, the Institute for Advancing Human Potential. When you take that crawling track and you take a child who's got cerebral palsy, and this child is destined, if the same brain exists 10 years from now, to have the same, you know, <coughs> contractures. But if you 
change what the kid is doing by changing his chiropractic input and by changing his motor input, then now you're gonna change everything about this kid's brain. And it's just a matter of time, right? That's to me is the most important thing. It's a matter of time. We must educate our patients that it is a matter of time. Everybody wants something yesterday. You know, I, we had a new patient last night. She's in horrible pain for the last like six months while she's pregnant and she's like, I've tried everything and I'm finally here and I know it's kind of late, but I just want to know how quickly is this going to work? And I said, you know what? I have no idea. She said, well, you know, you do two visits, five visits, six visits, ten visits. What do you think it's going to be? I said, I have no idea. She said, can't, you can't even give me a guesstimate. You've been in practice for so long. Give me a range. I said, I will not. I will not try to second guess what your body is like. I have the foggiest idea what's going to happen. But I can tell you this. This is a Reggie Gold statement. I can tell you this. A body without a subluxation will be far better off than a body with one. There's no doubt about that. If your spine is, and her spine was a mess, and I showed it to her and her husband. I just I pointed out how it just destroyed her spine. I said, if your spine is like this, then this is messing you up. So regardless of what the pain outcome is, your spine's, you're going to be better off by getting adjusted. And that's what we have to educate our patients about. And too many chiropractors out there are spending way too much time, energy, and effort talking about pain relief when we really should be talking about changes and functional changes, right? I don't care if it takes eight visits or ten visits or two visits or whatever. That is not my, I have no control over that, nor do you. Nor should you even feel responsible, right, for that. So if, if, and that's why I always tell uh, students, don't tell people some sort of, you know, you know within the first month you're going to feel this, this, and this. You don't know. You have no idea what's going to happen. So stop being some crystal ball predictor. You've got no Harry Potter wand in your back pocket, <laughs> right? You can't say whatever it is that he says and go like this and then have something happen. It's not going to work like that. But that's the, re the false expectations that we have been given to our patients for years and years and years. So pain really should have nothing to do with, like pain has nothing to do with my recommendations. Someone comes in with pain, whether they're a pregnant person or it's a kid or it's an adult or whatever it is, I have no idea what's going on. I actually turn away some patients who are in severe pain because I just don't want to play with that game. There are far better chiropractors out there equipped to deal with very severe, serious pain is not me, right? It's not me. That's just not my thing. My thing is wellness, prevention, health, maintenance, health, elevation. That's what my goal is. And I don't want to deal with pain-based patients as my majority thing. That's why most of my patients are kids, right? I like that. Kids are fun. They make me little drawings. They give me hugs and kisses. They drool all over me. I like that, <laughs> right? The other day I'm just this little baby. He's like eight months old, and he and I are like talking to each other in his little babble and stuff, and he starts going like this, and I'm like, and at first the mom and I were confused because we're adjusting his neck, and we were, I wasn't exactly sure what he wanted, like why was he doing this? So we, we gave him a toy, he didn't want that, and we gave him some chips, he didn't want that, some gluten-free chips, of course. Um, and then we kind of figured this out, because he kept on going like this, looking at me, and I'm like, oh, he wants me to hold him, right? So in the middle of the adjustment, I said, okay, fine, and I put him, and he's just like, Snuggling it to me because he knows that I love him, right? He gets that I love him. He feels my love, right? I never told him that I love him, but he knows it, right? And that's what I want in my practice. And the little changes that I've made in this kid, because when we first met him with the torticollis and the colic and the reflux 
and all the other issues that the kid had that he doesn't have anymore. He's, that is his way of saying, thank you, right? Thank you. Do you know what kind of a life change you did for me? But he can't say those things. So he's, he just reaches out his arms and says, I just want to give you a hug, right? Because this is, this is what he has to offer, right? This is his thanks. And 20 years later, that would be a little weird. So Probably. So keep Probably. Exactly. So I'm totally congruent with that kind of stuff. But that's what I really like, right? That's what I, that's beautiful. This is very touching. Um, so the, but that, that's what I want you guys to understand is that when you guys are out there talking to your folks, and of, of course I'm speaking to the choir, because if I was speaking to, to students from other colleges, they would probably like, think I'm crazy saying this kind of stuff. But it, what you do doesn't make a difference. I want you to really get that, right? Your hopping or pushing or adjusting and activity or whatever, that is not the thing that's changing. What is the thing that's changing? That person on the inside is changing, right? So your adjustment isn't doing it. So stop taking the, the gold medal, or take the gold medal off you because it's not you. You are not responsible. You don't get them better. You don't get them worse unless you totally mess up, right? But it's not you. And that's why you can't make predictions. That's why you can't make predictions and say it's going to take two weeks, it's going to take two months, whatever. You don't know. Everybody is different. I've had babies that have responded in one adjustment. I've had babies that have never responded. I've had everything in between. You just don't know when that response is going to occur. You have no idea. It's all dependent upon that child, what's, on, what's going on inside that child. right? All you are is a coach or a, the captain, you know, the, the, the role model. Right? The guide, that's all you are. You're not doing something. Right? You may be putting a force into their body, but the force isn't fixing them. Because if the force fix them, then every time you adjust to someone, they get fixed. Right? And I want you to get that. I want you to get that and understand that the force that you are putting in is not the thing that's fixing them. It's their bodies receiving that force and what they do with that force. And that's why 100% of people who get adjusted don't get well under our thought process of what well is. Because not everybody will get well in the same time frame that we think they should or that they think they should. Right? Well. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I know you think that you're amazing and you all think you're amazing. You are amazing. You are amazing chiropractors, right? But understand that the force application that you're putting into them isn't doing the work. It's them. They're doing the work. That's why it's so important to have the right intent of what you are doing, right? Because I know Dean, when he touches someone, he's going to have the right intent in his mind when he's doing this, right? That's a very different uh, uh, idea than the person who was down the road from me in New Jersey who his intent was to get a new Mercedes every year. And he told everybody about the new Mercedes he's getting every year. And every time he got the new Mercedes, he told everybody about his new Mercedes. And I saw a very large portion of his practice because they would come to him, be totally disenchanted after a while, and they'd come to me and say, all he talks about is his Mercedes. That's a very different intent than the, than the intent that Dean's going to have when he adjusts someone. You'll be talking about that next yeah. minivan. That's right. That's right. The Van Virginia. Like the Lamborghini minivan. Van Virginia. Oh, Van Virginia. I like that. Yeah. The Van Virginia. <laughs> That's cute. Thank you. Thank you. I like that. And the 10 kids that he has. And the 10 kids. 10 kids. Oh, yeah. So, so get, get, this, get what this is saying. Read up more about this kind of stuff because this neurogenesis stuff is, is the next evolution in chiropractic, right? We have to really be on top of this stuff because this is where our game is going. Yep. Right? 
This is where our game isn't hard bone on soft nerve. You know, our game isn't nerve compression. That's not garden hose, right? That's old time stuff, right? Not that it's necessarily bad, but that's old time stuff. Our game is we are nurse system doctors that, 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 that we can grow new brain cells. I bet you they're gonna find out we can grow new, new peripheral nerve cells. I bet you there's gonna be all kinds of stuff coming on out there. And we need to be the ones on top of the fact that we can help with the nerve system and not necessarily just realign their spine, right? Realigning their spine is one thing that we do, but the big thing that we do is we change lives because we change the nerve system. Preach it. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <clears throat>